Kia ora, welcome back to Under the Whareke. I'm Anatola. I'm Tahu. And today we're talking about drugs. We have a beautiful guest with us today. I'm going to get her to introduce herself. Hey guys, thanks for having me. I'm Gwyneth. I'm from an organisation called Know Your Stuff New Zealand. Um, I've been volunteering for them for the last five or so years. Um, and what we do is we provide legal, free drug checking to New Zealanders all over the country. Maine. Wicked. Isn't it good? I'm excited. Okay. But before that, we're going to start off with our warm up game that we've started off every podcast with, which is Ye Na or Na Ye. You have to take a stance mm-hmm. on the statement I'm about to read, and you're either a Ye Na or Na Ye. Okay. Have I? Pineapples on pizza. Yeah, nah, nah, yeah. Nah, yeah. Nah, yeah. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) What? Fix your face up. Why are you looking at me? I was like that for. Yeah, you're all yeah, nah. No, nah, Nah, yeah. yeah. Nah, yeah. Yeah, nah. Why? I don't mind fresh pineapple. And I can eat it, you know. Don't get me wrong, I'll be grateful. Mum puts it mm-hmm. on the plate. It's getting cleaned, don't it's worry. Gonna, yeah, yeah. But ungratefully cleaned, you know. <laughs> angry about eating. I don't like warm pineapple. Right, right. Yeah, I don't like it like warm right. on there. And it's like the budget pineapple, where there's yeah. little diced. It's a no. It's not I even feel a, a lot of judgment coming yeah, no, and, uh, There's a lot of judgment in this game. And you it's feel correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the vibes are correct. Yeah. But I actually surprisingly do like sliced pineapples. <laughs> so I've got a real conflicting <laughs> contradicting opinion. On a, yeah, oh I like God. the sliced ones on my burgers, not on pizza. Not on pizza. And yeah. what are your thoughts, Gwyneth? Why is it a nah yeah? I'm just not fussy, eh? Oh. <laughs> oh, she hit you with the last one. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Feel the judgment. Nah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a nah, yeah. I love pineapple in my pizza. Mm. I have it in cheese toasties. Oh, yeah. I love it in mm. burgers. I love it in salads. I'm a how, yeah, nah, yeah. Cool. You know? I love it. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So okay, moving okay, on okay, from okay, our question, um, you get to put some questions to us now. And mm-hmm. it's a bit of a competition. We grab our whiteboards, and me and Tola are really competitive about it. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I'm not competitive. I'm just the winner. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just used to winning. That's yeah. the problem. And you'll read us your questions, and we'll give you the answer and why. Okay. Cool. Cool. How many questions do you have? Let me count. Five. Five. Is Should we fine? pick the best three? Pick the best three. Yeah. Let's okay. Do cool. It. Let's do it. All right. First question. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> um, roughly, what percentage of New Zealanders have taken illicit drugs? What percentage? Whoa. Illicit? <gasps> what is illicit? Illegal. Oh, okay. Illegal drugs. Language. So pretty much every drug. Besides all the drugs that the government run off and tricks. All the legal. You want to go that direction? You want to go there? You can go Jokes, there later. Love your government. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't track me down. Don't <laughs> you? Okay, okay. What percentage of New Zealanders have tried? Oh, but are they telling the truth? That's what I want to know. Okay, I'm just going to hit it. Speaking strong conviction. Go. 
I said 68%. Oh my god, 67! Oh wow! Oh, you're, you're on. Oh, I just like when she's got a real bad thing about odd, uh, odd numbers, so I've been making a point. Everything odd, odd number, I hate it here. 67%. It's actually 80%. Whoa! Yeah. I'm closer. Yeah, true. Yeah. One no. One no. Boy, so it's Whoa. 80%. Yeah. Wow. That is so many. Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. That's wow. Nice. Dang. Good 80%. Fact. Do you think anyone is like lying that saying that they haven't? Probs or like I don't know. I guess if it's a voluntary, I'm not sure where which survey this data. Yeah, how many people did they? If people are opting in, then potentially. Then also, are you testing people like just their RMV? Because eighty percent seems high. So this isn't our survey. This was something done on the population, not just festival goers. Right, It's just a number I have, and I'll find it for you afterwards. Yeah, that'd be interesting to look through. Yeah, for sure. Eighty percent, but at the same time, everyone I know has tried drugs. Also, like, like weed. Yeah, yeah that most counts. people try. Yeah, like, weed counts. Yeah. yeah, and party pills and stuff like that's so mm. accessible. Oh, weird. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> 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 okay, cool. Okay. One no problem. Cool. All right, what's the next one gonna be? All right, Nexalone. Sorry, Naloxone. Naloxone. I'm not actually dyslexic. That just came at me wrong from the page. Naloxone <coughs> is able to treat what? Naloxone. Naloxone. N a l. O-X-O-N-E. No, I'll give you a clue. It can treat what kind of overdose? Oh, okay. So can you say the question again, sorry? Naloxone is able to treat what kind of overdose? God damn. Mm. Naloxone. A drug overdose? <laughs> What's that, <about? laughs> Um. Naloxone. Oh, are we going intense? Are we okay. Going... When you're ready. Okay, wait. I'm going intense. Nice. How did I spell it? <laughs> longer. Meth. Meth. Meth and oh, heroin. Oh, with heroin. Ooh. You are correct. <gasps> it's not just heroin, it's any opioid overdose. So oh. that's the family All of the opioids. Opium. Yeah. What are, what, are, what are some opioids for those who don't know? Heroin? Heroin. heroin. Some commonly used ones would be... Fentanyl, you hear a lot about in oh, our. Um, that's big in America, right? Yeah. Is that big in Aotearoa? Not currently. Right. It's used medically, so in hospitals you'll see fentanyl, um, but recreationally we don't see a lot of it. Opioids yeah. are kind yeah. of like the biggest addiction around the world, eh? They are quite addictive. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there's quite a big sort of crisis in the states and Canada. Do they use it as like a PTSD kind of thing? I actually don't know. I don't um, know where I've read all this. I don't know how I'm coming up with this stuff. Sorry. No, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. But yeah, um, naloxone yep. is a legal substance. You can get it here in New Zealand, but it's not very accessible, unfortunately. But um, where would you get it from? Like, not just pharmacy. You have to be prescribed. Yeah, pharmacy. You can get it prescribed in a needle. Sorry, in an injectable form, but you have to be prescribed that. Oh. Right. But there's a nasal spray that you can buy, but it's not subsidised right now. So and what's for, like? Is there something wrong with naloxone? No, it's not harmful at all. So we want to get more of it in New right. Zealand so that just in <coughs> case we start getting more and more opioid users, um, regular everyday people can equip themselves in case they come across someone having an overdose. Right. Um, but ambulances here will carry it. Paramedics have naloxone. Is heroin quite big in Aotearoa? Compared to other countries, no. no. But there are heroin <coughs> users here. Is um, it a little bit like less accessible here? I'm actually not sure. Mm. Um, 
on that. But yeah, we don't see a lot of it because a lot of people who come to know your stuff are more recreational users and you often right. see with heroin users, it's more of a consistent they, thing. They, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so probably the needle exchange is who you'd want to talk to about that. They do the same thing as, they test drugs as well like us. Um, Great. And would you use the word addic- addicted to heroin or would you say someone who just regularly uses it? I think it depends <coughs> on the person and their type of usage. So you can use heroin and not be addicted to it, mm. but there are people who get addicted to right. heroin. Right. Got you. I've heard the, the ones made from the poppies. Yep. Is it Afghan, Afghanistan? In Afghanistan, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of poppies there, yeah. Comes from a poppy. There you go, more you know. The more you know. know. your stuff. Ah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. Okay, okay cool. final question. Final question, tiebreaker. Oh my go, God. Let's go, let's go. Okay, what commonly consumed illegal drug can lead to bladder damage? Oh. I actually have no idea. This is good to know because I feel like incontinence for people with uteruses is a really big thing. So these are the things we should know. Mm. Yeah. MDMA? Oh my God, I said the same thing. Oh right. I just thought common. Ketamine. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Ketamine is our biggest bladder Whoa. damage. What's ketamine? ketamine? The horse strength. <laughs> it's also used on humans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have never, what's ketamines? Is this a ketam- ketamine is a drug that people often use. Um, it's what we call a dissociative. So it um, right. sort of makes people dissociate a little bit. It's, um, yeah, one of our more commonly seen drugs, actually, MDMA and ketamine. Is it, wow. it for those drug guys? I think it has been used in veterinary right. situations as well, but also in humans. Like right. if you break a, bad, a bone really badly, they'll probably use it uh, in hospital wow. as well. So. Sorry, we need to break the tie. Should we go one more? Oh, yeah, yeah, one more. Yeah, one more, I one think more. you've gone right, the fastest right. at everyone. Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, nah, you're good, good you're good. Yeah. Quick fire questions. Um, okay. What is the difference between MDMA and ecstasy? Oh, don't judge my spelling. Wait, give me, give me a second. Um, Four dollars now. <laughs> Four dollars is the <laughs> Okay, what's the oh, difference? Honestly, I'm gonna say, I, I know this is wrong, but I have no idea, no difference. What's your answer? I went, one is an amphetamine. You're right. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I should have just sort of for the draw. <laughs> Look at you! So proud. So this is stupid. We get out this game. Right. So they're both. Is that is MDMA even an amphetamine? No. No. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. There you go. Amphetamine. But, yeah. Did you make up that word? Yes. <laughs> no. Amphetamine is a, is a drug as well. Like, oh. like yeah. methamphetamine. Like a family of drugs. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, MDMA doesn't come under the amphetamine family. What does the M stand oh, for? Does it? I thought it stands for meth. Amphetamine. Nah. There is a, gosh, I can't give you the exact chemical name of MDMA right now, but okay. there is a methamphetamine inside it. Can we have it, a so. fact check in the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So there's no difference between MDMA and ecstasy. Ecstasy is a street name used for MDMA. Right. Um, right. And what's MDMA a street name for? That is a shortened... <laughs> <laughs> it's just the abbreviation of its full chemical name, right. but I can't remember the full right, chemical right, name yeah, right yeah. now. We see it a lot, but, um, but in terms of drug families... 
Um, yeah, I can't give you its drug family right now. So mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> brain, that's all right. Brain blank. I'm now that's really good because I feel like I love these little pop quizzes before the episodes because we get to learn a little bit, but also test our knowledge. Like, mm. where's our knowledge sitting yeah. with this? And as you can tell, we don't know very much. Um, or Probably just from like all the drugs. <laughs> 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 no, no, um, but no. Done. Um, but so regarding your mahi, like mm-hmm. you work for Know Your Stuff. Yeah. What does that look like? And can you tell people a little bit about what you do at, at Know Your Stuff? Yeah. So my role is a co-lead for the Auckland region. Um, so a lot of what I do and my co-lead Craig is coordinate sort of with volunteers who want to be volunteering for some of our events. We try and lead oh. training sessions to upskill them in their harm reduction knowledge because... Um, When you use our services, you don't just get the results of what your drugs are. You also get a conversation, which is the most important part of it, um, Mm. where we sort of tell people how to reduce their harm when taking the substance that they've found. Um, So we do a lot of those trainings online and in person here in Auckland. It kind of tapered off a little bit over the pandemic um, when we weren't allowed out and stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, a lot of my role is just uh, liaising also with events um, to get our people there and, and kind of organising all of that stuff. So it's a real judgment-free space. You guys yep. say to anyone, come, we'll have the, we'll test your stuff and then we'll have the convo with you about how to practice it safely. Yep, definitely. And nothing is ever safe. Obviously, the safest way Safer is to, to not, not take it, but we want people to have all of the information that they can totally. before oh. making their own decisions. Um, and for a lot of people, we're the first people they've ever talked to about mm. their drug use without judgment or without any kind of hidden agenda or trying to get them to stop. All we're doing is telling them what's in it, how it reacts with your body um, and how to reduce harm. Nice. And police can't access this information, right? No, we give them um, high level data on the results that we found so that they can act appropriately in their own communities. Um, but they cannot use anything that we do. What's high level data like? What we found, basically. But we right. published that to the whole country. Country, right. right. Um, so you'd be like this, many people are using are cocaine pool. or whatever it is, right? Yeah, or this many samples that were presumed cocaine were cocaine and right. this many were not. Um, just so they know what's out there. Right. Um, and they can check it with what they're finding at borders and things like that. And they'll also let us know what they find at the border so we can look out for certain things nice. um, coming in but they cannot use it against any of our clients. We're not allowed to take any personal identifying information from our clients. And even if somehow a police person found out that, police person, police police officer person, (laughs) um, found out that someone had used our service, there's no way that they could use that against them in the court. Um, Nice. That's awesome. That's very cool. That's really cool. Um, So what are some of the misconceptions about drugs? I think for me, the biggest one that I have realized since doing this work is that there's no single type of person that uses drugs. Mm. I think a lot of people picture something when they think of a drug user. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just everyone. It's everyone and their mums. Like, you mm. cannot tell a drug user from a non-drug user. Yeah. Um, well, you can tell some. I know, I know, but you can some. Yeah, sometimes, some. <laughs> sometimes you can tell if someone takes drugs, but you can but, never tell right, that they just, don't. Yeah, yeah, um, I know what you mean. Yeah, so we once had someone come and visit our service um, who came from a health-related organisation. She just wanted mm. to visit and say hello and like see what we did. And she said to me, we were standing outside the front, and she was like, oh, I'll come around the corner so people don't see me and get spooked. And I was like, 
well, you just look like one of our clients. Like, it's not that you don't look like someone who uses our service. You actually do. You just look normal and yeah. everyone uses our service. So. Yeah. That's one of the big misconceptions. I actually have a list. <laughs> um, one other one is that alcohol is not a drug. That is uh, a huge misconception. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, right. Because it is a drug. It's just a legal drug. It's just a drug that the government has said is okay. Yeah, that's right. Um, but it actually interacts with a lot of other drugs that people take. And I think that because yeah. it's legal, people assume it's safe. But right. that's also not the case. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot of harm reduction that can come with alcohol as well, and especially mixing alcohol with other drugs. Right. Um, so that's something that, that people forget, I think, because it is legal. Um, what's another good one? Yeah, we've talked a little bit about addiction in the quiz, but just that the majority of drug use is not actually addiction. Um, people use drugs recreationally and they're not having a physical addiction to those drugs, but I right. think people often think yeah. if you use drugs, you are addicted to drugs. Right. Um, but that's actually the minority of, of users um, mm. are actually addicted. So that's, that's a good one. That is massive. You talked about like um, how, d you know, nothing's safe. Nothing actually can be safe. The best safe way is not use it. Yeah. But um, these safety measures, like what would be something you'd tell me if I was using MDMA and how did you guys come up with these safety messages? Is it like someone try this while they're on MDMA? <laughs> like, I would, like, what? Yeah, like, or you just like taking, no. yeah, the chemical. There's quite a bit of research done on things you can find scientifically what a safer dose would be. So most drugs have a threshold where um, if you pass that threshold, you're leaning into the kind of dangerous territory right. where it's, there's more risk of overdose, risk of long-term effects. So we can let people know what a safer dose of that drug is. Um, also to keep drinking water, that's something that, but not too much water is another thing. Yeah. Um, to stay uh, warm. I think people forget on MDMA, they forget what their temperature is doing. So just reminding them, you know, if you are outside in the cold, bring a jumper. Um, also, if you're in the middle of a mosh pit, take off your jumper, like you're not gonna overheat. Um, <coughs> Other things are letting your friends know what you're taking um, mm. so that they can react appropriately if something does go wrong. Um, for MDMA, there's a couple more things that we would say. Don't take out your whole bag of drugs because then you're probably gonna have them. Like once you're high, you probably have a little bit less mm. logical thought and self-control. Yeah. You just wanna prolong the feeling. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so dose safely and dose low and don't take out your whole stash, just take out what you want to have what in a night and want. what's safe for a night. Nice. Um, yeah, and then don't be afraid to call emergency services if something does go really wrong. Um, mm. I think people feel the fear that they're gonna be punished, mm. um, but that is there for your safety. You know, they're there to help you and they know how to react to those kinds of situations. Mm. Um. I feel like it'd be quite hard to, oh, maybe for some people around explaining to your friends like, I'm gonna just do some MDMA, watch yeah. out for me. Cause like, yeah. maybe that judgment there, right? Like, yeah. the fuck are you doing? Yeah, why are you doing mm. that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or we, can I have some? <laughs> yeah, or like, I don't wanna share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not on anything. Yeah, yeah, you just seeing me fucking jaw bouncing. You want shit? Nah, bro. Nah, bro. No, where is it? So, like, yeah, where is there a kind of. Um, process you guys are going through of breaking the stigma around drug users because 
especially that stigma that all drug users are addicts. Mm. Yeah. That's something that needs to be made really clear right, around yeah. that most people are just recreationally using. Yeah. So what do you guys do to um, educate people there? I think just us existing is trying to break the stigma, um, coming to people where they're at, like we ask them, how much do you know about this substance? You know, how much, meeting them kind of on their level. Yeah. We're also part of their community. Like we are people who go to festivals. That's mm. how this started. Mm. Um, we're all there to have a good time and we all have friends doing the same things. So I think people trust us a little bit more because we're from their communities, mm. um, which is something we're trying to broaden because obviously people who go to festivals, it's a certain level of finance that you need to actually be able to afford to go to a festival. So. Yeah. For a long time, we were only hitting that small section of society, but now we're trying to provide free clinics across the whole of New Zealand so anyone can come Massive. in any of the centres. Um, That's so good mm. and so accessible, and I think the more visible you are, the more people can know that there's safe places that they can go to, especially if they're, like, really struggling, Yeah, you know, with something. It's good to find that place. And I love, like, because I feel like oftentimes when we talk about drugs, it's just so, like, punitive and it's so judgmental and... Um, I feel like anytime I think about shame, I'm like, if you're going to shame someone, like they're never going to ask exactly. for help, you know, you're, the, you're always going to isolate them further and further. Mm. What do you think is like the solution when it comes to dealing with drugs? Because I hear a lot of people say we should be legalizing all drugs so that we can regulate and educate it more um, freely. I've heard people being like, we should have more regulations just in general. What do you think is a solution with dealing with drugs as a whole in Aotearoa? It's a tricky one. Uh, there's a lot of considerations, I think, that need to be taken. And I don't think any, I don't think our organization as a whole has one single stance on this. Right, right. But personally, I mean, we've all acknowledged that the laws are currently not working. Mm. Mm. Um, Criminalising all of these substances is not stopping them from using them. Um, so something's gone wrong there. And it's led to people having to you know, trust online sources, import them dangerously, put themselves at risk and then not even know what they're taking. Mm. But if the whole country just took a look at the harm reduction side of things, which I think is why a country would make a law anyway, is to try and reduce harm, Absolutely. supposedly. Mm. Um, then, yeah, making drugs illegal, I think, is not the solution. Mm. Um, but yeah, whether or not that's full decrement, like full legalization, mm. Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. I don't know what, what the right answer is, but it's definitely not this. <laughs> yeah, because I always think, like, you're going to put a kid who's got, like, I don't know, who's, you know, got some whatever drugs they have, and you're going to put them in prison for however long. Like, what does that do to young people if they come out in a few years' time or a year's time when they're surrounded by a culture that is, yeah. um, you know, is, is not the best, um, especially if you're, like, quite, like, you're learning who you are and whatnot. So I just feel like that the criminalization of that is just not helpful at all. Not at and I'm not trying to bring our personal opinions into it. I mean, I don't know if this is how we're going to be doing <laughs> it. But I just feel like we should have more regulations and education about it because yeah. then we can actually do something about it if it gets to the point of real harm. Yeah. And if there's ways to take a substance in a safe way, mm. you know, there needs to be more research on a lot of these drugs. You know, we'll never totally. say the word safe. But if there's ways to reduce risk to, you know, we do a lot of risky things. We drink lots of alcohol. Mm. Um, we drive cars every day. Yeah. You know, if there is a way to to make it a lot safer, then why not? So, like, suggesting, like, a drugs license, eh? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Maybe. Hey, yeah. Have to pass, like, psychiatric <laughs> and, like, 
Yeah, just you those. Get your drug yeah, you have to be <laughs> first aid trained yeah, and things yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean that could be a solution for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were talking just before about ayahuasca. Oh yeah. Um, which I know is like this big like fun like mm. band like craze around the world. Like, do what are your thoughts about that? I actually haven't looked too deeply into ayahuasca. We've never seen a sample here, yeah. um, or at least not one that I've seen, but. I guess it comes into, there's a lot of research into psychedelics right now. Mm. And it's just, it's one of the psychedelics, sort of LSD, ayahuasca, mm. mushrooms. Um, and there's been a lot of studies recently that show that they're having really awesome effects when used alongside therapy mm. um, for things like PTSD. And I just think mm. that, I think the research should 100% continue. It sounds like those types of things can actually have really awesome effects for people, but um yeah, specifically ayahuasca. I know nothing about it, to be honest. Right, but psychedelics <laughs> is something that should be explored more. I think so, and I think mm. there are researchers, even in New Zealand, exploring yeah. that um, at yeah, the University of Auckland. Yeah, yeah. Do it on Yeah, And be like, But I think like it's it's a hard balance of trying to think around um, how to decriminalize it mm. because like once I, I'm all pro-choice like for I want people to have the choice yep. to do things that they want to do but then once you make like open that rabbit hole then if they yeah. choose to kill someone is that okay mm. like you know that's where the, yeah. the difference between law and justice yep. is kind of weighed up a eh? so it's like where do we draw the line is it ban all or let all drugs in is it home mm. cookers still allowed <laughs> like you know where do we what does this look like yeah what does it look like yeah. or do we give all control to the government which everyone will just complain about anyway mm. i mean someone's got to complain either it's, way right? yeah it's you hard know? to yeah, win it is it is hard to win that's a hard one for sure because i feel like i when it comes to like government being involved with all these things you're never going to make anyone happy no. right which is like we can sit here and judge all the things mm. but it must be so hard to make a decision for every single person in this country. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not saying that they get it right no. at all, <laughs> um, ever. No, um, but, <laughs> but like just facts. But I mean, it, 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 it's not a job I would ever want. No, yeah. Right? Like there's a lot of research that needs to be done, and I think it's not. Yeah. But they legalized us, so that's a step in the right direction. It I is. Guess. Yeah. Because um, yeah. that was only a year, two years ago now that mm. we became legal. Yeah, if we start with education and safety precautions, yeah, then see what happens there. Eh? Yeah, what what's the biggest like drug issue in Aotearoa? Gosh, I don't think I could comment on that to be honest. Yeah, right. yeah, I think it goes a lot wider than what we see. Right. Um, what got yeah. you started into your mahi? Why did you start volunteering? Just a big huge drug? festival no. fan. Big or, yeah, just yeah big festival fan um i saw these guys pop up at a few events that i was going to um and i just got talking to the founder uh wendy she's awesome like really mm. incredible super scientific focused as well mm. like you can't fault the science i think and that was what i was seeing in a lot of interviews with know your stuff i mean i haven't been trained like they have you know they're incredible at being interviewed um where they just focus on science it's never emotional it's never mm you know, hypotheticals, it's all just like, this is what we found, this is why it's working. Um, and that really appealed to me. Um, cool. Yeah. Had any like bad experiences that led you to want to help people or no? 
I did witness a drug overdose once at a festival in the UK called Boomtown, and oh. I was actually on like a Ferris wheel type ride, so I couldn't get off and help this girl, oh which felt gosh. really spooky. Yeah. Because she kind of started convulsing <laughs> and was on the ground, and the medics got her, and I didn't, I don't think anything happened from it. I think she's okay. Mm. But it was just like a really intense experience because she looked a lot like me, you know, like I, mm. I was still quite young and I had that impression of like, these are people who take drugs, they look a certain way. Mm. And then I saw this girl who looked exactly like me having a drug overdose at a festival that I would go to that I was at and I couldn't help. I was like, oh shit, maybe this is not, Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm being small minded kind of thing, so. Right, yeah. I remember I was, um, I went out one night with my girlfriends and I was, I was sober driving and my girls were trash. <laughs> they were living their best lives. Love that for them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me, I, it was 1.30 in the morning. Just, I was like, oi, um, let's round it up <laughs> real quick. Um, but I was waiting for them in the bathroom. Because, you know, we always go with each other. And I could see hair on the ground. Uh. And I was like, oi, that's a lot of hair to be on the ground. Like, oh that's God. a lot of hair. And I kind of looked down and there was someone on the ground. And um, I was like, oh, sh so like it, it was just so much going on. So I was like, I was trying to get the door open. I had to try, I'm a big girl. I was trying to squeeze on the door. <laughs> like, how, how do I get through this door? But I had to like try to get her up to like wake up to open the door. And I finally, after like half an hour, got in. Wow. We were just calling the ambulance. The ambulance was so rude to the bar staff. They were like, what, was she wasted? Was she drugged up? Like, oh my we've got more important things to do. Like, that was so horrible. Oh no. Um, and so this girl started freaking out and she was, I didn't know what she was on. I was trying to ask her. I was like trying to hold her tongue, like, pull her tongue out. I didn't know what was going oh my on. Gosh. Um, and like, she had vomit everywhere and like, oh. couldn't find her friends. And I remember just sitting there being like, how do I help this girl? I don't even know her name. I don't know how old she is. She yeah. looks really young. And then finally after an hour, the paramedics came and how they treated her was just so horrible. Like just oh, really, not saying that all paramedics are like that because I know there's so many amazing ones, um, but it was like really early in the morning and it was very like, it was just really punitive and judgmental. Mm. And they were just kind of flopping her around and like trying to get her on and like telling her off in the state she was. Do you find that you have spaces where you can go and educate like medical staff on this where like they can actually learn how to be more mm. compassionate and patient which i understand like there's a, there's so many health issues in the country but like do you think that our medical staff need more training i definitely think they need more training yeah. um yeah we have quite like a really good relationship with st john's especially um most events that we're at they're also at and every night we'll give them a report on what we've found so yeah. that they can figure out how to respond um if, so say we found something, I don't know, I can't really give an example. Say we found Udalone, which is this thing that has been substituted for MDMA quite a lot in the last few summers. Right. We'll let them know that that's what we found and then they can kind of look into how to handle a medical emergency that's related to Udalone. Yeah. So I think slowly they're getting more, but a lot of them, I guess, haven't been taught about recreational drug use yeah. and how to handle most of those. Probably just the usual, like, obviously opioid overdoses and things like that, but not as much um, people having a bad time on recreational drugs. But I think it's improving and I think there's definitely a space and there's people are really open to hearing from us mm. and from from people like the Drug Foundation as well who just want to educate. I've actually got a good um, example of that. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was at school, uh, I must have been 18 or 17, whatever I was, and I took acid and Ooh. yeah it wasn't on purpose either Ooh, yeah, yeah. so it was um, 
like we were smoking weed and there was something laced in it. Yeah, and it ended up being acid, um, which is which I later found out. Okay. Anyway, so I was already pissed at the time, drunk as, took this acid and then um, I was just tripping balls, like losing my shit, so lost. And I was wondering, because I had smoked weed before this, I was wondering like, what the fuck is going on with me? This is not it. Yeah, yeah. but on my way, like one of my best mates, he was like, uh, very you're not looking good. Mm. And I was like, I don't feel good. But also don't call mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't don't you do tell mum. Yeah, and that's like where it's a real vulnerable state for young people yeah. where they yeah. like like the fear of dying was less than the fear of my mum. Exactly. Yeah, like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I felt really bad. And honestly, I um, had this trip where I came, I was like I down on the couch, I was just vomiting, people were looking after me at the oh party. My gosh. Um they had to like, yeah, just hold me. Anyway, I'm I went into this like black space pretty much and I come out of my body and I was like looking at my body. Yeah, and I'm like looking at my body, and I'm like, and all this light started to beam from me. So like, do you remember Avatar Last Airbender? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The blue light started to come out of my eyes, like I started to float. It was Whoa. like out of my mouth. I was just lit up blue, and all it turned to was just light all around me. So it was actually quite beautiful now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice now. But at the time, I was just looking at my body like, I fucking died. I was like, oh no! I know. I was like, I'm fucking oh, dead. I was scary. like, oh my god! But oh. at the same time, all I was thinking was, like, oh, mum's gonna be so fucking annoyed. <laughs> like, <I was> like <laughs> she'd be so angry. She's at me. gonna kill me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's the the real danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of um, not knowing what's in your stuff. Yeah, that's that's an insane story. And I've heard a couple of stories similar to that, where like friends have sort of spiked their friends with yeah. um, psychedelics as a joke or whatever. Oh, and I think, yeah, that does come from a place of just not understanding that the effect that that can have on someone. Yeah. Especially with psychedelics, it's set and setting is so important. Like you have to be in a, quite a good mind space, you have to be comfortable and you yeah. have to know that it's going to happen. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, you start seeing blue eyes coming out of your yeah. life. Like you're going to think you've died. Yeah. And then also the environment that you're in. So at like a random teenage party, that's not going to be... A comfy, no. cozy place. And being a teenager, anyway. Oh, yeah. Loki, yeah. like, I think like psychs are made for people who like. Have lived a little? Yeah, mm. just know a little bit about themselves and want to further that journey, not mm. start it there. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy to be slept like that. Um, but yeah, a lot of what we get is not necessarily a spiking in that kind of way, but more of a. <laughs> a substitution for a drug that's potentially easier to get on the black market. So something that we have what the media refers to as bath salts, which we don't really like to right. call bath salts because it covers a whole family of drugs which all behave quite differently. Right. Um, but a lot of the time when we were finding the specific bath salt that started it all, I'll call them cathinones from now on because mm. that's the actual name for the family. Cathinones. Yeah. Um, was this drug Eudolone, which in the summer of 2020, I think it was, 2020 to 2021, that was all the rage in the MDMA. Like right. so many of our samples were coming back as Eudolone. And the risk of taking your drugs without knowing what was in that is the dosage for Eudolone was a lot lower than the safe dosage for MDMA. Yeah. So you can take 
say 100 milligrams of MDMA and that's a less, not a very risky dose. But if you take 100 milligrams of eudolone, that's potentially three times the safer dose. Um, <laughs> so that can lead to things like staying awake for 48 hours, if not 72 hours, you know, really heightened anxiety. Um, and I think a lot of the time at the start as well, one of the risks of, especially with those cathinones, is that you don't get as much euphoria, but you feel a little bit high. So people are just like, oh, my MDMA is weak. Right. So they take more. And then because they've taken more, you're even you're kind of going even past that three times your safer dose. Right. Um, so, yeah, and that can lead to, to a really horrible time. Um, that is scary. And, and knowing... Really scary. Like, um, we get drugs from across the world yeah they get to new zealand then mm. they get cut 20 times before yeah. it gets to you hey yeah. yeah yeah a lot of people say i trust my dealer like he's my mate or but that whatever dealer's a bum boy in the whole scheme of exactly like you life. don't know your dealer's dealer or your dealer's dealer's dealer, dealer. yeah and it's a whole list right yeah. yeah yeah and they could have been screwed up the chain so yeah even if you really trust your dealer even if your dealer's your dad like you need to yeah. to come and get it tested but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're not the, the top gun gangster of New Zealand, no. then you don't know where it comes from. No. Yeah. Definitely not. I feel like that unknown is really scary. And it's not to like fear monger people, right? Because you don't want to no. fear monger. But it's also a reality check. Like, how do, yeah. how do people check if their drugs are laced? Like, come to us. Right. <laughs> come to yeah, you. Yeah, us, the Drug Foundation and the Needle Exchange. We're trying to put it in all... It's currently we're in all major cities, I think, in New Zealand, but yeah. trying to get to the smaller towns... I think we're trialing out a van. Right. Um, awesome. But yeah, and if you can't make it to one of our clinics, they're always free for clients. So like, nice. don't let that sort of take you away and they're 100% legal. But if you can't make it, you can buy sort of testing kits yourself. Mm. They don't give the same results, the same level of results. They will basically just indicate if something is in your mm. substance. Right. Um, the issue with some of those take-home tests is... They're usually colour changing um, chemicals. So for example, some you will drop onto your sample and it will turn black from brown or black from clear if it's MDMA um, or if there's any MDMA in it. Right. <clears throat> Unfortunately, because black is such a dark colour, if there's any other reaction happening, so say there's like some mostly eudolone in that sample, but a tiny bit of MDMA, the whole thing will have a positive reaction for MDMA. Right. So yeah, it doesn't actually tell you unless it's 100% not that yeah um it's not going to give as clear but if there's you know it's better than nothing absolutely um, and you can get those online from the hemp store and any kind of cosmic corner nice yeah right. those are good but not as good as us <laughs> good place to wrap but yeah and I, I think it's great for people to know where they can go for that stuff especially if they're you know recreationally taking drugs but also just going to festivals because that's what summer's about in Aotearoa right yeah so it's really cool to know like that there is a place for people to go yeah um, and what I love most is like it's judgment free that's the biggest thing and, yeah. like and it's yeah. it's not like it's not like disempowering language it's going to be safe and people aren't there to like be like oh you're one of them like it's yeah. like, you know what I mean like it's gonna, not going to be an isolating experience and it's legal it's legal 100% 100% legal not what you are doing is no. legal <laughs> <laughs> yeah take <laughs> um, before but, we finish, do you have any like parting words, like any last thoughts that you want to give for people to know more about your mum? Yeah, a couple of things that I was just thinking of, especially when you mentioned your mum. I think that that's a really important thing to spread for Fano is like your kids are gonna 
make mistakes anyway mm. like they're gonna make their own decisions and like whether or not you're there for them at the end they're yeah. still gonna do it mm. yeah. so like it can lead people into really dark places when they're trying to avoid coming home or avoid mm. you know sharing that but if you just allow them to make a mistake don't mm. encourage you know anything that could be dangerous but you know let them know that they can come back to you and learn from their mistake with you i think that yeah. that, that can really break the um help break the cycle I guess yeah and then the other thing to all New Zealanders is that I think the binge culture that we have is really dangerous when it comes to some of these things because people think that more is better of alcohol for example people just binge they want to drink until they pass out um but with a lot of these substances that we see that's like a it's not actually going to give you a better time like there's only a certain amount of MDMA yeah Yeah, exactly it doesn't make you feel better it just increases your risk of overdose or having a horrible time or long lasting effects um so yeah just trying to think about uh think about things slightly differently to to how we usually think about i love that taking your drugs in proportion yeah yeah easier said than done eh? taking your time well yeah because i'm a binge person just sit back and feel the effect <laughs> yeah, Netflix I is love fine. It's the gratification you get, right? It is. Like, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's a good message. Yeah. And focus what you're already taking as well, because antidepressants, for example, can interact right. quite badly with MDMA. Right. Um, so yeah, look at all of the drugs in your system as a whole, rather than just the illegal ones and the legal ones as a separate so entity. Um, yeah, that's Wait, all. Before we finish, <laughs> does, does um, any drugs cancel out like birth control? Not that I am aware of. No, okay, no, no. no. <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got to know you now. I think just <laughs> lots of grapefruit, maybe. I think they. Say oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I don't know that. if that cancels it Is out. Is that a though. real thing? I think it can increase your chance of something bad happening in your ovaries, but or your uterus, but <laughs> oh not How are we necessarily reverse the effects. <laughs> 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 Sorry, you need to I look at the pamphlet. No. I don't know. <laughs> we should totally look into that though. That's a really important. Part. Probably. Yeah. Well. <laughs> The key thing to take away from this isn't the grapefruit part. It's to go check your stuff and know what you have in your system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Practicing and it safely. Absolutely. And uh, there are organizations out there. Yeah. Well, not safely. Safer. Hey. Safer. Safer nice. practice. Thank you. <laughs> safer practice. And yep. know your stuff will help you with that. Yeah. Pie? Yeah, awesome. thank you so much for sitting down with us and like for educating me. us as well. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, of course. And I just want to say I'm on the pop quiz. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. I'll catch you on the next one where I'll win the pop quiz. <laughs> See you later. Yeah, goodbye, <laughs> Tara.